This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. We are live at State Farm Arena tonight. Hawks taking on Milwaukee. No Trey Young. If you're just joining us, no COVID situation, nothing like that, guys. He's just ill. He won't be available tonight, so we'll try to get it done. We're going to break down this game uh, a little bit later on. Coming up also, for those of you who missed Coach Arthur Smith, he stopped by today in the 3 o'clock hour. Both Terry Fontenot and Coach, Terry's our general manager for the Falcons, spoke today. We'll let you hear from both of those guys in the 5 o'clock hour, so stay tuned for that. But right now, let the celebration continue. Let's talk dogs. Sid Bell on the sidelines with, with the dogs. The dog report is brought to you by Engineered Solutions of Georgia, a proud partner of the Georgia Bulldogs. Got to tell you, dog fans, people around the country hit me up over the last couple of days and they're jelly. They are jealous of what is going on with Georgia. They want their program to be as relevant, their program to be as good, their program to be as deep, their coach to be as good. <laughs> this is what I'm getting. And Connor Riley joins us from Dog Nation. And, Connor, we know there was complete domination the other night. I want to ask you first about your experience in L.A. at SoFi. Give us the scene, man, because it looked like a bunch of dog fans obviously made the trip, not only from here but from around the country. Yeah. uh, The pregame vibe was obviously very different from last year in Indianapolis. And in thinking back on it, you know, that Alabama game was a lot more emotional, I think, just given – the weight of what that win, uh, what that win meant in terms of winning your first national title and doing it against the team you did it against. The win on Saturday or on Monday night was just fun for Georgia fans. I, I mean, I, I had a bunch of friends in town and I was able to go see them in the stands late in that game as it was a blowout, and, and it, it was just a party there in the fourth quarter, and, and it was a really special moment to get to celebrate that win. And you know, uh, national championships, despite what Georgia has done in recent years, they're rare. And and I've told people, I talked to a bunch of people at the airports. Uh, I've, I've had to fly out of in recent days, and they, they kind of agree. If you get a chance, if your team's in a national championship game, and I know tickets are expensive and flights aren't easy because you're having to do this all quick, go to the national championship game because even if they lose, it's still going to be a special experience. And if they win, as Georgia has done these past two games, these past two seasons, and as I think they're going to potentially do next season, it's a memory that you're going to have for the rest of your life. And I think a lot of Georgia fans come away with that and really celebrating a really special moment in a really special place uh, in time for this Georgia program. Now, I was lucky enough to you know, be a fan of Florida State when Coach Bowden had that amazing 15-year run, and eventually they lose some of the coaches. But I, I've seen three natties in my lifetime. I've said the same thing to Georgia fans, friends of mine. And the thing is, Florida State, they don't have half the resources that Georgia has. I mean, they're hoping they're going to be a player next year. But uh, And there's a lot of schools. I know Auburn thinks they'll be able to turn things around with Freeze, and, and certainly Clemson feels they'll get back. And obviously Nick Saban isn't going anywhere. But – Connor, it just seems like everything is on track. I mean, no one else in the country has a Brock Bowers coming back. Nobody else in the country has a Bear Alexander who kind of had a little coming out party coming back. Real quick, for guys who aren't aware, obviously Ringo is going. Uh, we talked about Jalen Carter. Who's staying? Who's going right now, best of your knowledge? 
Yeah, I think Darnell Washington has probably played his last game as a Georgia Bulldog. Uh, you, you heard Kirby Smart sort of touch on him uh, on Tuesday. Guy that you know came to Georgia with the intention of playing in the NFL. He's got a daughter that he wants to provide for, uh, and you know the fact that he played 43 snaps on a bad ankle on on Monday night, I think, just shows what kind of character he has, and I think he's going to be a high draft pick. Roger Jones is probably another guy who is gone. I expect him to be a first round offensive tackle and. Well, yes, you would love to see those guys come back. If you are a projected first-round pick, you do not come back. You do not pass up that money. And Georgia makes that clear when, when, when talking to guys uh, about that. I think the guys to sort of watch, you know, center Cedric Von Prahn, really underrated player for what this team does. Uh, and, you know, in terms of if he does choose to leave, he's one of the top center prospects in the country. There's a, Georgia doesn't have a guy that can replace him. That would be a, a sneaky big loss there. But, you know, you touch on it, Mike. This sort of team lost 15 guys to the NFL draft last year. They're not going to have that same level of exodus to the NFL level this time around. You know, it's a few seniors, Chris Smith, Nolan Smith, that will be tough to replace. But this isn't the natural flow that you saw from last year's team. And, and a lot of the really good players, Brock Bowers, Jamal Dennis Johnson, Shmuel Munden, Javon Bullard, all those guys are going to be back again next season. So, yeah, Georgia's going to have some holes to replace and talented players, but I don't know if there's a country better or a program better suited right now to do that than this Georgia one. You said you think they are going to do it again. I know we're having these conversations, but why? Why do you feel that way, that they can do this again? It's hard to do one. Two is incredibly hard. Three? Three in a row? Why? Uh, yeah, I, you're, you're right, Carl. Three, it, we've never seen it done in, in college football. And, uh, you know, if there's a coach out there that I think can get his guys to to, to buy into that, uh, I, I think it's Kirby Smart in Georgia. You know, they, they really pushed off this year a lot of the repeat talk because so much newness was on this team. They're already embracing the talk of, hey, we know we're going for three. We know this is the dynasty talk. They're not, they're not avoiding it. They're, they're embracing these expectations that come with it. They're going to train all offseason knowing we've got the biggest target in the world on our back, and we're going to do something that no program has ever done, win three straight undisputed national championships. And, you know, you've got guys on this team. You know, Mike brings up Brock Bowers. I know there's, there's some talk out there right now, Stetson, Herschel, you know, who, who's the greatest player in Georgia history. I mean, if Georgia wins it all again next season, which is a real possibility, and Brock Bowers leads the team in receiving again, which is probably going to happen, I, I mean, Bowers pretty clearly has to be up there in terms of great players. And when you bring a guy like him back who, I mean, Caleb Williams is a fantastic player. There are arguments for other guys out there. But in terms of just pure football players, I don't know if there's a better player in the country next year than what Brock Bowers is. And when you have a guy like that, when you bring back the weapons that this team is going to bring back, and, you know, I, I know Mike just asked me about guys that are coming back. You know, we'll see how it plays out. But We've seen pretty routinely under Kirby Smart. There are guys who could go to the NFL that elect to come back to Georgia for another year. You know, Chris Smith and Nolan Smith are examples of that from last year. And it ends up paying off for them, really, and Georgia as well, because those guys get better, make big-time plays, blossom into All-American players. And and Georgia reaps the benefits of that because it brings in more senior leadership. And and so, you know, yeah, there's going to be a lot of pressure on them. Uh, I suggest Georgia fans get very familiar with the last dance documentary on Netflix because it's going to be a lot of talk of repeating and, and the emotional and physical toll that is going to come with that. But and, and I don't think there's a program and a coach right now that can better have his team prepared to try and do what Georgia is going to do than what Kirby Smart is.
It is our man Connor Riley, guys, from Dog Nation, by the way. The Dog Nation cruise goes down April 24th to 28th. There will not be enough booze. I'll have to bring a ship behind it, Carl, carrying the booze for all the shenanigans going on that bad boy. Uh, Connor, two things. The quarterbacks, um, I know the. I've read some of the things in Dog Nation. Carson Beck is the one guy who's seen the reps when uh, when Stetson wasn't out there. Vandegrift is highly touted. Uh, Stockton, whatever comes out of spring practice, one of these quarterbacks going to split? You know, I, I'm I'm less certain on that than I was before the month of December when we got to talk to some of these guys. You know, I, I think Carson Beck is the guy who is sort of seen as being the number one overall player or the number one quarterback into this. But, look, Georgia's, Georgia's not going to hand him the job. He's going to have to go out there and win it. And, and yes, he, I think he had a really strong year this year, even though most of what we saw was behind closed doors. Brock Vandergriff and Gunnar Stockton are really talented players. And, you know, Kirby Smart's never going to publicly, I think, come out and name Carson as the guy. And it wouldn't surprise me if this quarterback competition draws into uh, draws into the fall. And, you know, one thing to keep in mind, you know, Carson Beck didn't exactly have the greatest second year in the program, especially going from the spring into the summer and into the fall. And, and you know, the leap that he made this past year, I think, shows the maturity that he has made and the time that he's been in the system that he's been here for three years. It wouldn't surprise me if Brock Vandergriff makes a similar type leap. And I, I know, you know, Brock being from Bogart, Georgia, which is right near uh, Athens, and he is on track to get his degree after the fall semester. And, and so there is some thought that he might stick this out and potentially transfer if he doesn't win the job after he graduates, giving himself a little bit more options and a little bit more flexibility there. So I do think with that in mind, I think Vandergriff is in a position where, you know, yeah, he could go elsewhere, but with so many of the quarterback situations already set, the fact that he looks like he's going to stick this out through the spring, I, I think gives Georgia a pretty confident feeling that they're going to have a full quarterback room next year. And Kirby Smart and Todd Munkin have both said, you know, just because they didn't take a quarterback in the recruiting class this year, they feel really, really strongly about what this quarterback room can do going forward, even having to replace Stephen Bennett. It's a lot, man. It's a lot. We're talking with Connor Riley. Uh, it's good, though, and this is such a great place to be in. What's the plans for the parade and the celebration on Saturday? Yeah, parade is going to start at 1230 Eastern time. They're going to go down Lumpkin from the football complex down to uh, the Tate Center where they usually enter. They will have a dog walk as well at 130 with the ceremony inside the stadium starting at 2. It'll be a little bit different as they've already started construction on Sanford Stadium in terms of some of the renovations that they are making, so it is going to be – a little bit more limited seating capacity, but uh, Georgia fans are going to be excited. You don't get to celebrate national championships all that often, despite the fact that Georgia has now done it two years in a row. And I expect Saturday to be once again, a special day inside of Sanford stadium. Hey, one last nugget. Uh, if, if some team comes to Todd Munkin with some crazy offer, how satisfied is he being one of the highest paid ass- assistant coaches in America? I, I think right now he's very, very happy with where he is at, you know, uh, I think he wants to be a college head coach. Uh, I think that is why he has made the move back from the NFL to the college ranks. And, I, you know, if Michigan opens up like I think it will, I don't think that he is going to get the Michigan job per se, um, even though I think he'd be a really good fit there, obviously, with the ties that he has to the Midwest. And I think some similarities to Harbaugh in terms of how he would run that program. But, I, you know, I think Georgia's going to have Todd Munkin for another year running this offense, and that's, that's kind of a scary thing for the rest of college football because this offense every season has gotten better under Todd Munkin. And, yes, you have to replace Seth and Bennett, some key pieces on the offensive line. But every skilled player that scored a touchdown in Monday's game 
will be back on this team next season. So this offense is going to be loaded with weapons once again for whoever that quarterback is. And I, and that's another big reason why I think this team next year, as great as this team was and this team won because of its, its character, its DNA, its mental makeup. I think next year's team has a chance to be more naturally raw talented than this 2022 team was. Any concerns with Ladd's injury? And I mean, he looked a hundred percent looked fast I mean, the expectation for him moving forward has got to be off the charts, right? Yeah, you know, it, it's interesting. You, you'll see these anonymous coaches just come in and just say, I can't believe they're winning, you know, the way they are with this average Lad McConkey. That just tells me you're not watching what Lad does and, and you just see the highlights. Uh, this guy goes out and makes play after play. Uh, he's going to get some much-needed re- much rest for that knee. You know, it's been uh, uh, an issue for him throughout the season. I wouldn't be surprised if they try and limit what he does in terms of, you know, reps in spring practice, we know what Ladd can do at this point in time. And, and I'll be interested to see if he does go in and have any cleanup procedure done on that knee because I know it has been bothering him for a while. Uh, but, you know, Ladd McConkey is an absolute stud, 750 receiving yards, two touchdowns in a national championship game. And, you know, it, it, there's nothing sneaky athletic about Ladd McConkey. You see that when he skies for touchdowns or when he outruns defenders. The guy is just a stud. And, and the sooner the rest of college football comes to accept that fact, I think the sooner they might start to realize, hey, maybe this guy won't, will, will potentially stop beating us if we start treating him like the great player that he is. Connor Riley, I know we got to wrap here, but just one last nugget for you on the uh, the audio that got leaked from the Georgia locker room. No such thing as bad publicity. Does that help in recruiting, or is Georgia upset that stuff got public? No, uh, you know, it's sort of a sanction leak kind of thing. I don't think that was from the uh, national championship game, just given how quickly that got turned around and out on social media. I, I it, My sort of read on it is maybe that was before the LSU game. But, you know, it's not the first time a Kirby Smart pregame speech or a halftime speech has been leaked. And, and every time it seems to come out, it seems to fire people up and show why playing for Kirby Smart, uh, you know, is such a joy for these players and such a rewarding experience. Great stuff. Connor, thank you for everything this season. I know we are just beginning the offseason, and you're going to ride with us. But tremendous job, man, on reporting on this team and giving us the inside stuff and all these players. It's been a fun ride, and I'll be damned. We're here again as national (laughs) champions. So thank you again for your help. Thanks so much, you guys. It's been a treat coming on here every Wednesday, and I look forward to doing it for the foreseeable future. Right on, man. Check out Dog Nation. Get your dog fixed. Hey, one last nugget in the SEC. You keep using nugget. That's like three nuggets in one sentence. There's a lot of nuggets. Um, Spencer Rattler's coming back for South Carolina. Shane Beamer and the uh, Gamecocks. It's a, it's a big deal. Bad. It's yeah. a big deal. Listen, as good as Georgia is going to be, and Connor's right, I, I don't, I'm not going to get caught up in this hype to say that they're better. They'll be better next year because you are losing Stetson. But South Carolina's on the come. Florida's on the come. Tennessee's on the come. I don't know who's going to be more dangerous next year. But all those teams will be gunning, and winning the East will not be as easy as people think. Coming up, (laughs) thank you, Coach. We're going to talk about tonight's (laughs) game. we got some guy talk along the way. Trey Young will not play, and there are theories about what's going on. Stukes and Bell. We want to believe that if our stars are available and they can play, they play. Tonight, that's not going to be the case for Trey Young because he's ill. And I uh, heard from other people. What? What's that? He's ill. Like what? Like a stomach virus? Uh, Blue? Oh, apparently he's he's ill. Ebola? What are we talking about here? What are we? He's, he's ill. I, I have heard from people today on social media that this is, uh, you know, un, unacceptable. Trey should be playing. 
Guys, you don't think Trey would want to play against Giannis and the Bucks in a game that's on national television when your team's been struggling? We went 500 on the road trip, and we're trying to avoid the play-in tournament? You mean a game kind of like when the Nets are in town with Kevin Durant on TV and, you know, you're kind of expected to be out there? You, you had to go there. Calf contusion. You had to go there. Look, I mean, if he's sick as a dog, you know, hey, man, I just know that, you know, I don't want to project myself into this conversation. Don't project yourself. You and me were raised not to take sick days. Work. You show up. Don't take sick days. Show up. You know, but again, can I invoke the '90s for a second time on the show? Of course. Michael Jordan wouldn't do that. Back to you, Carl. (laughs) Listen, we hope Trey is all right. Uh, Hope he feels better. We joke. Um, Chicken soup for the soul. But the guy, but the guy, Mike, that we're missing, and and, and turn back at the studio. Let's hear uh, Nate, Nate talk about Clint. He's out. We signed Derek Favors to a 10-day contract. Hawks uh, playing the Bucks tonight. Bucks are 26 and 14. They're third in the Eastern Conference. We remain ninth in the Eastern Conference. As we said, we went 500 on the road, road trip on the West Coast. But I'm going to ride with Trey on this. As I said to somebody earlier, he if he could play tonight, he would. Um, all these games are going to start to matter, guys. We are in the month of January. Soon enough, it's going to be the trade before you know it, and then we're going to be talking about where are we in these standings. This is Nate talking about the guy we need to get back. You know, we just uh, we got we need to get our big guy back. You know, uh, we've been getting pounded on the boards. Uh, we're small uh, when we have uh, Oyeka and John in there, and uh, you know we need for all of our guys to get in and help uh, rebound uh, the ball. It's been a problem mm-hmm. not having Clint. On the glass, not having Clint defensively right. has been a problem. But how do you deal with this this uh, Giannis team tonight, Mike? This is the fourth time we will have seen these guys. The last time we won a matchup, that was back in November, right. 121-106. We played really well. But um, DeJounte Murray is averaging about 15 points over his last 10 games for the Hawks. So, you know, listen, we have guys that, that are capable. But I get it. It's frustrating when you don't have your normal guys on the floor, and especially your star in Trey Young. Yeah, and it's one thing that has been a, a theme in the games where Capella's been out. You know, getting really dominated in the paint as Nate's getting pounded. And the fact that, you know, John Collins and, <laughs> and, 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 and we were big fans of Okongwu, but you're seeing you're kind of seeing his limitations in, in, the, in this run when Capella's been off the floor. So tonight, you hope that, you, you know, Bogey hits the three and that uh, maybe Griffin gets a few – RJ, AJ Griffin, get AJ Griffin, court, yeah, 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 floor. yeah. Uh, he has more minutes, and then uh, I just hope that <laughs> that our again, whatever this half court is, sometimes it does flow a little bit better without Trey as far as ball movement. But you cannot substitute Trey unless Dejounte is going to go for fifty tonight. Bucks are without Chris Middleton. He's still got dealing with that knee injury, uh, and then Serge Ibaka is also listed as day to day, so they're dealing with their own injuries. But no Capella tonight. And uh, it starts right here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Mike Conti will have the pre-half and post for you. 7 o'clock along with our man Steve Holman. Bang! Bang! With the call starting at 7.30. Um, as far as the Hawks, and again, we're live at State Farm. We're going to talk more about the Falcons. What did Terry Fontenot say about this offseason and the plan for our Atlanta Falcons? We're going to dive into that coming up in 30 minutes, guys. So stay tuned. And Coach Arthur Smith what he had to say about Marcus Mariota potentially returning to the Falcons. You're interested to hear what he said? Stay here. Mike, as far as the, the Hawks, if and when we get everybody back, right. what is the ceiling for this team? I thought it was going to be like three or four seed of the East. I thought. 
So you're, mean, you're telling me if that happens, we're going right. to run off 10 in a row, yeah, 8 I mean, in a row? If, if there's going to be more injuries, you know, in the if, that's all you can pray for. I mean, I not wish that on any team, but if there's going to be some of the teams that look really good coming back to us, the Nets have been so red hot. You know, we talked about, you know, the Celtics look like they're the cream of the crop. Um, you know, I, mean, I think like, tonight's another a good benchmark because of, you know, the physicality of, of what you see, you know, from Milwaukee and how we've, you know, we have had some good games against these guys. It, it, I mean, I just thought with Trey and DeJounte on the floor at the same time that this was really going to be a dynamic combination that a lot of teams are going to have problems with. And it just hasn't happened because, A, we've not had the entire starting five on the floor at the same time. Right. We've had injuries. DeJounte and Trey, we talked about Nate's rotations. And then, you know, the rookies maybe need to get more minutes too. So there's a lot of things. But, again, at the trade deadline, you still need to get another big dude. We do have a big dude on a 10-day contract, by the way. Derek Favors. Uh, Pride of the Jackets. Trey, yes, he was. Half Trey was averaging, <laughs> or is, over his last 10 games, 28 points, 10 assists over the last 10 games. So where are you getting those points from tonight? That's it. I mean, like I said, where, DeJounte, where gonna, DeJounte can have a career tonight. tonight. Well, he might. I mean, he's obviously going to have to shoot more. Uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo, by, guys, 31 points, 11 boards, 5 assists. You know what he brings. And they're a well-coached team. We make fun of Coach Bud. Uh, but, Nothing but, make fun of a tremendous tactician. I earn every penny. I run with the rest, guys. I learned from Pop. I just, I'm, I'm the greatest. Could have been, I could have ran the show for you guys. You wouldn't have this problem if I was down there right now. I'll tell you that. Wait, wait right a minute. Right wait now. a minute. Wait a minute. You didn't want to rebuild, What's Bud. What's that? No, no, I had my own plan. I was going to bring in aging superstars like Dwight Howard. It was going to be my own. We have a bridge year. Bridge year. Yeah, look at the Falcons there. Look at the Falcons. Right back on time. It's going to be great. Uh, we'll Make mine a double. Make it a double. We're going to see what happens tonight, guys. <laughs> Coverage at 7. All right, Mike, what do we got coming up in Guy Talk, bro? All right, got a couple of things for you. Eddie Murphy steals the show in the Golden Globes. No, I didn't watch, but I heard it was great. <laughs> and also, um, Squidbilly may just fr- freak out. What are some of the best vehicles this year? All the awards are coming out for the best cars and trucks, and they are electric. What? I'll explain. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's time for Guy Talk. (laughs) It's time for shenanigans. Hey, man, when you're coming down tonight for Hawks and the Bucks, if you're lucky enough to have kicks, just come in through the front door. We're right behind the Ta in Atlanta. I gave a visual aid today on Twitter. I'm yeah. Bill ATL. Come on down see Carl and I or those few mutants that always go, I won't say how to squid, Bill. He speaks to me. Uh, so we'll be here till uh, 7 o'clock. And then pregame with Mike Conti and company. Hey, man, last night it was the Golden Globes Awards. And the Golden Globes are generally accepted as the more fun and loose of the award shows. That's the foreign press corps that votes on these. Although in the last few years with COVID, They've gotten a little bit uh, 
directed. Sometimes there's an off-color thing. And of course, people get upset about something, get a reason to be upset. This year, some people are calling it woke. I love when white people use the phrase woke. It's overused. <laughs> I didn't watch it. I don't watch award shows. I just wait for something funny to happen. Then I find the soundbite. And the thing that happened that was funny, and he's getting rave reviews, was Eddie Murphy. He got uh, presented last night with uh, some kind of award lifetime or something from the Golden Globes. Amazing career. Take a listen as uh, Eddie Murphy drops, uh, basically drops the mic and steals the show. I want to let you know that there is a, a definitive blueprint that you can follow to achieve success, prosperity, longevity, and peace of mind. It's a blueprint, and I followed it my whole career. It's very simple. There's three things you just do. These three things. Pay your taxes. (laughs) Mind your business. And keep Will Smith's wife's name. I absolutely love it. Uh, he was honored with the Cecil B. The Bill. Correct yeah. award, which is a lifetime achievement award. And, and again, guys, 45 years right. in show business. Now, I don't know, Mike. I said this. He hosted Saturday Night Live a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. He crushed it, right? I, I mean, I don't know if we appreciate how good Eddie has been. You're going to make some stinkers along the way, and Eddie Murphy has said this publicly. They, you know, for, for some of those movies that were completely terrible, they were paying him a lot of money, and he took some of those roles because that's just what it is. But 45 years, man, right. this dude – guys, he was 17 on Saturday Night Live. He saved the series. I think you people realize how bad SNL was. <laughs> he, sa- he personally saved it. The other thing about Eddie, I get the impression from hearing it. I've, ne- I've never been lucky enough to interview Eddie Murphy. I've interviewed Stallone. I know you and I have. I get the same vibe from Eddie Murphy I get from Stallone. They are tremendous talents who are, they, they, they limit themselves with their own decisions. And Eddie's often said, a movie like Dreamgirls. He was amazing. He stole the show in Dreamgirls. Incredible. And that's Oscar-worthy performance. But he'd rather just go for the short thing with a movie like The Clumps and The, you know, the Nutty Professor and all yeah. that. Yeah. Which, again, which is cool. You make it a dollar in this world, but he's so talented. You almost wish like he did more dramatic stuff. Yeah. I, I, listen, when he's dove into that kind of stuff, you're right. He's he been great. He kills it. Because he can I love Eddie Murphy. You can laugh if you want. But, you know, but, but Shrek, man. He's donkey on track. I loved it. I absolutely love it. He's, to right. me, you, you know, right. he makes that, helps make that series. I just, stupid things like that. But that that line last night. That's gold. 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 So pretty funny stuff with the Golden Globes last night. All right. Here's awards that are of a different uh, type. And this has Squid Billy basically freaking out right now. Electric vehicles took two of three categories for the first time in this year's North American Car Truck and Utility of the Year Awards. Oh. Hey, man, it's electric, Squid. Ford's F-150 Lightning Electric Pickup won the truck category. Yeah, isn't that like 100 grand, though? Isn't this this Ford F-150 Lightning? Have you seen this truck? It's like a a 100 grand truck. But is the giant extension cord sold separately? Because, you know, I mean, if you're going to put down that much torque, you're probably going to go through some It's ridiculous. I love love the look, but I'm like, here's my issue, by the way. We don't have enough charging stations. Thank you. Okay. I'm just letting you guys know I'm not right. anti-electric. Yeah. I'm all about the, the, the environment. I'm, I'm all good with that. Right. But if you're going to tell me I need to buy, we need more the, charging stations. Before Squid Billy starts to crap on my 
electric leaf blower, chainsaw, and other parts that I've got, like the electric lawnmower. The only reason I have that crap, I don't want to go to the gas station to put a gas can in the car. That's it. That's, I don't want to have to, the inconvenience and have to go get the gas. So I use the charging stuff, and it works. Because, again, I don't have the Ponderosa. I've got just under an acre, and all that stuff has enough juice to get the job done. So I'm not like I'm, sound like I'm some kind of like a tree hugger. I'm just coming down to, on, on the electric side well, since I got the house. You have an SUV. It's a nice way to secure them and a gas can. <laughs> you also are you also have a Mini Cooper now. <laughs> no, um, no, no, that fell through. Uh, they, they sold but, it to some, I got I got screwed <laughs> on that deal. Some, they sold some kid probably get charged fourteen percent interest. I was going to pay cash for that car, that dealership. But, I, I'm, Back the, to you, I'm the guy that's driven a, a Tesla multiple times with my neighbor needs to borrow my. By the way, great. this They're is the great. problem. When you have a Tesla, you need to borrow another man's truck. Vehicle. Okay? Yeah. yeah. But the, my problem with electric vehicles is, okay, you go pay $150,000 for your little Ford truck, electric truck. How far are you dragging your trailer down the road? Because you ain't going very far because then you're going to have to pull over in some town that don't have a charging right, station. I'm going to have to cut you off right here even though you are the assistant brand manager because obviously Kia is a very proud sponsor of us. And Kia's EV6, battery-powered that, EV, was that's named a bad the top car. SUV. That's a bad car. Now, that car is tight. i gotta, I got to give it to them. Now, I've seen that up close. Right. And pro- that is a tight Kia, ride. a proud sponsor of Dukes and Bell. But I, seriously, but, but I know and the, the narrative from – the government is to push all of this electric right. stuff because we need to head there. You're seeing states say, "Hey, we're making mandates. Right. You're not going to be able to buy these cars, uh, uh, you know, in, in ten years." I understand that. We need more charging stations. Look, I'm down with saving the planet. I just the thing that always gets me confused is when you hear about how much work and money and effort gets into creating the battery, and the battery technology still isn't not it's not it's getting better, well, but listen, it's still not optimal. From what I've read in car road and track and car, and car, I got buddies in the car industry. I've had this conversation with them. And I'm just going to share this with you guys. You can do your own research. These batteries are great, but when you have to replace them, Mm. it's a lot of money. And I'm just telling you, the average guy right now who's listening to us and goes, yeah, I'm going to buy electric. Okay, just like with your car right now, you have checkups and you have things you have to go get. The tires are different on these electric cars because the batteries are heavy, heavier. I'm telling you, it's it, there is a lot more to this. I'm not poo-pooing it, right. but everybody's like, yeah, let's go do it. There's a lot more cost to this stuff, man, but this is where it's going. Six of the nine finalists this year were powered by batteries. Just give you an idea where things are going. The Integra, by the way, uh, the Acura, that was cool, kind of cool sporty car. Good car for a college kid. That also uh, won the one of the awards this Which year. Which one? The Integra, the Acura Integra. Gotcha. Which, uh, again, they've got an electric version of that bad boy as well. Hey, by the way, Squid always on me. Got to be careful when we're talking about potential sponsors. Today, I was in the uh, drive-thru at my uh, one of my favorite spots, okay. which uh, is regular for me on uh, North Avenue. Okay. Um, and, again, I can't name the specific sponsor because Bo gets mad at me. But I was in the mood for something, well, rhymes with flame broiled topper. So I went in there last uh, last time, and they were having issues with the uh, with the drive-through. So I had to come inside, which defeats the purpose. I wasn't coming inside. Today was a new twist. Uh, the uh, the drive-through was functioning, and I came in. I I love frozen cokes. I like slushies. I love you know like Slurpees when sure. I was a kid. So I ordered a, a frozen coke, and they said, "No, sorry, we're out. It's, that machine's not working. It's not ready yet." I go, okay, I said, "Take a coke." So I come to the drive-through, and I get my my flame broiled topper, and then. I get handed two cans <laughs> of room. That's not what it's called. I kids. get two room temperature cans of Coca-Cola. Cans? Cans. No ice, no cups. Yes. So I will say this. I now, 
I'm a loyal devotee of the Hooptiest BK <laughs> in all of Metro Atlanta. So I don't know if there's something going on with the ice. I got two room, I got a room temperature can of soda in the Audi. So I'll save that for but when it gets cold overnight, I can actually enjoy it. So that was my pre-show today before I came down here to State Farm. That's unbelievable. It really is, man. And so you don't get what you want with no. your topper. <laughs> And then you get a, a can of Coke. She handed me two cans. Like, I mean, I guess one can and then two Did to make up. Did she say they were out? Like she the- just said, she goes, she just said, here you go. And I'm like, what? <laughs> Somebody could have a CVS and get a, a case of Coke. We need some more Coke. Anyway, that was that was my day. There's your guy talk here on Dukes and Bell. Coming up, guys, you're going to get a chance to hear from our general manager. Terry Fontenot spoke today. He had a lot of things to say in regards to the direction of our football team. We're going to break it all down, and Mike says the pressure is on. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.